0: Hello and welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host Stephanie Keith and if you are a fan of the podcast then you need to join me inside my manifestation club called the Inner Tribe. The Inner Tribe is located inside the Manifest It Now app and it is where we meet every single week and do live manifestation calls. We bring in guest experts two times a month. So every other week you get a guest expert that is helping you grow and expand your mindset and manifest your best life. You can ask them questions. We have a community of high vibe women that you can network with and you get access to the entire app. So all of the courses, the book club, and I create custom workbooks for you filled with journal prompts, custom subliminals, meditations, the whole nine yards. So if you like manifestation, if you like the podcast, then this is definitely for you. So I will link it in the show notes below. And it's time to invest in something that is going to help you manifest the best year ever. So get in there as soon as possible. We've got a lot of really fun things planned for the rest of this year. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, I am joined by the beautiful Chloe Wild today, who is a TV host, a health and life coach. She is host of the Healthiest Hot podcast and most recently, an app creator. Chloe, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, it's so great to have you here. Um, I know we've talked off and on uh, over the past couple of months, but I want to dive into your whole story because I need to know how you got your big break with TV. Like, is this something you manifested when you were younger? Like, how did you get started in show business?
1: It's such a wild story to tell because most of my colleagues who work in media, this is what they dreamt of doing their whole lives they went to school for broadcast journalism they had the plan and they made it happen whereas for me I had a totally different plan then I realized the plan didn't quite work and then I think I did manifest this now that I look back there's signs and thought patterns that I had so I'll let you in on the story so I always thought I was going to become a doctor I was obsessed with the idea of helping people and connecting with people and holding space for them. And I had this romantic vision that I was going to become one of the doctors without borders. So everything I did leading up to university was med school tracked. I excelled in all the, the science courses. I was involved in all the leadership courses. I volunteered abroad. I went to McGill University in Canada and got a Bachelor's of Science in Psychology and Neuroscience. Then I went to do my MCATS, which is the entrance exam. I did really well. I was so proud. Of myself. But right around that time, I was also volunteering at a yoga studio, um, very broke student. And they had this great energy exchange where you could volunteer your time, aka mopping up sweaty yoga studio floors, in exchange for free yoga. And that was my first entry into mindfulness and wellness in a really holistic way. And simultaneously, while I was doing that, I was really getting in touch with who I was and what I wanted in life. And then I was excelling academically in this you know, fast track to med school. And all of a sudden I had this realization that the two weren't quite aligned the like the me I was getting to know and the ambitious me wanting to become a doctor felt like two very different human beings. And I I didn't quite know what that meant, but it started manifesting in really unhealthy behaviors. So throughout university and my teenage years, now that I have some retrospective and I've done a lot of therapy, I can look back and see, I was really confused about who I was and where I was supposed to fit into this world. And the way that I coped was, you know, with disordered eating, kind of controlling what I was consuming, controlling how much I was exercising, and I was struggling a lot with anxiety. But all of this while I was still in go mode must become a doctor, my entire identity was tied to being a science student at McGill. So when I had the realization, I didn't quite know what to do, but I knew I had to do something different. So I pressed pause on the med school track and instead I went into a second degree into nursing and I thought, you know what nursing such a beautiful profession. It's a great way to still help people, but maybe it'll tap into whatever it is that I was discovering about myself. Meanwhile you know, I'm in my second degree, I'm still working multiple jobs to pay my way through school, I still haven't taken care of myself, I'm learning about myself and becoming more disconnected. And so I had experienced a really, really bad burnout. And thankfully, this was 10 years ago, there were some mental health professionals at McGill that recognized that I was struggling, and they suggested I take a sabbatical. And I thankfully said yes, but you have to understand at this point my entire identity was like hey i'm Chloe i'm a science student or hey i'm Chloe I go to mcgill all of a sudden I didn't have that stephanie and I was. More lost than ever this sabbatical that was supposed to help me become feeling more whole and feeling healthier made me plummet even more and that was the year that completely changed. My life just took a complete 180. There I was supposed to be taking some time off of school to focus on myself, but I'd never done that before. I'd always just given to other people, given to school, given to my jobs, given to my family. And so I remember sitting on the couch, flipping through the channels, and I stopped on one that changed my life. And it was for Much Music, which is a music station here in Canada. And the commercial said, do you want to be the next Much Music VJ? And I thought in that moment, you know what, I don't know who I am right now anyway. So like, why not become a VJ? And so then I was on a reality show and somehow managed to win it, even though I was one of the oldest contestants at 24, had, you know, no broadcast journalism education under my belt. And that was how I got my break into TV. Now, when you listen to that story, you think, okay, I don't really know how you set the pieces in motion, but one of my many part-time jobs while I was in school was, hosting these videos for a website called Ask Men. It was very similar to GQ and they would host, I would host these YouTube videos on top things you need to know. And it was some random job. It was some random job that I I like didn't really think I could get, but it paid well and I could do it between my nursing classes. And all of a sudden that job really sparked something in me. And I was like, wow, I think I actually really enjoy you know communicating and storytelling in this way on camera but i didn't really allow myself to dream much further a couple months before i went on my sabbatical i actually have the email where i reached out to much music and to discovery channel just letting them know that i was a music festival loving kid from montreal who happened to also be a nursing student and passionate about science and that like if ever they wanted some random girl from quebec that i would be down to have a conversation with them then a few months later, I'm on my sabbatical I enter a reality show and I win it. And then fast forward a couple of years later, I was actually on Discovery Channel talking about health and science in a way that was broadcast on a national level. And it's just wild because when you look back, you start to see all these little pieces and ingredients and seeds that were planted um, intentionally or like a little bit intentionally, but mostly subconsciously. And then they come to life.
0: Oh, you totally manifested that. That's yes. so crazy. I know. I look at things from my past when I had no idea what manifestation was. And I'm like, oh, wow. like I was visualizing and I didn't even realize what I was doing, Like, but I manifested it. So my daughter is going to love that story. My oldest daughter wants to be on TV. She wants to be an actress, but I think she'll love that story that you totally manifested that. And what a big difference from med school, going to be a nurse. And now all of a sudden you're on TV. I got to know, like, what did the people in your life say? Like, were they on board and supportive or were they throwing all sorts of doubt your way? Like, how did you navigate that?
1: There was definitely a lot of confusion for sure. I think I projected, you know, this big ambitious goal that I had had since I was a kid to everybody in my life so I think most people were very confused and thought oh my gosh Chloe is having a quarter life crisis we don't know what is going on but we're just gonna let her do her thing and she'll come back when she's ready I think everyone in my life truly believed I would take the year off and then I would go back to school thankfully McGill was like you can come back your GPA won't be affected it's all good and so I think I really think they thought it was going to be like a blip in my life. And then when they realized I was serious, everyone was really excited. I mean, it was such a wild opportunity. I mean, I'm come from a very small town, very humble beginnings. And so to know someone who has an opportunity to go on television, it was this very big, shiny opportunity at that point in my life. I'd worked so hard. I'd worked so, so hard to get to where I was. And everyone was like, you know what? Your academic life will always be here. So might as well try this, give it your best shot. And if it doesn't work out, like come back to nursing. So thankfully I was, you know, there was a little confusion, a little like doubt happening, but in the end, everyone was just so excited to see a version of me that they hadn't seen before. And it was a much happier version of myself.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. You have to do what lights you up. I was in a well, I was not in a similar situation. It had nothing to do with getting on TV or anything that exciting, but I was actually pre-med as well. And my dad, it was my dad that like, ever since I was younger, he's like, oh, you're going to be a doctor. Cause I always got straight A's and I just decided, I was like, no, like, this does not make me happy. I'm going to be miserable. And so I switched to business and I was like, it's okay, dad. Like I'm going to be a CEO. So it's totally fine. (laughs) He was like, oh my gosh, you're ruining your life. But, um, but it all worked out. And I, I mean, I guess I am a CEO of like my very small company, but that's okay. Um, so it's really cool though, because even though you switched gears, like you're still helping people and you're still helping people with health as a coach. So is that kind of what brought you into the health coaching space is just having that passion ever since you were young to help other people?
1: Yeah. So that part of me definitely never went away. And like the continuation of that story is the year that I won the reality show was of course the year I was supposed to be taking care of myself. When you're traveling across the country on a reality show, you're not really taking care of yourself. Like the parameters are not really in place for like a holistic wellness experience. It's high stress. It's new environments, new individuals, um, a lot of sleepless nights. And so while my career was kind of on this awesome ride in television, my health was still really plummeting. But I was able to mask it, and I was able to show up, and no one really knew. And so when I finally ended up, you know, winning the competition, I remember my mom um, was there at the finale, and I hadn't seen her for a long time at this point because of the show. And her face when I got off the tour bus went from pure excitement to pure concern. She was one of the few people who could actually see beyond my facade and realize that, oh my gosh, like my daughter's not okay right now. Like I know it looks like she's okay, but she's not okay. And we have a really unique relationship, like more friends, I would say. And so with that day, actually, she like turned mother on, like she turned the mother dial way up and she was like, look, sweetheart, whatever you do in life, whether you do this, or you go back to school, like I need you to promise me you will focus on your health first. Because if you throw that out, you will not be able to keep this up. Mm -hmm. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. Like I needed someone to... Kind of like poke through the shiny exterior I was projecting and really see what was going on. And that was the night actually, went to the hotel, went to the gym. I posted on Instagram, honestly, probably had like 42 followers. It wasn't really because I had a big following, but I felt compelled to post. I was at the gym and I used the hashtag healthiest hot for the first time. I just felt this desire to post it out there as a public promise to myself that forever going forward, I would put health first. Now keep in mind I was 24, so like the idea of being hot was very important to me at that time. Right. And now it's like, it's a completely different reason. But since then I have been on this journey to really appreciate and understand health, primarily for myself. I was like my first guinea pig. I had to figure out like what was going on And it was many, many years of figuring out how to take care of myself, how to fuel myself with food that I love, but also see it as a form of nourishment, how to exercise in a way that brings me joy rather than seeing it as a way to burn calories. I had to completely recalibrate my view of what I thought was healthy in my early 20s and in my teenage years to a really sustainable form of health. So I focused on myself. And as I was doing that, I was sharing my experience online under the platform healthy is hot through a blog that then grew into a podcast and then it turned into a tv show and now here we are with the latest iteration which is the app but so the the urge was always there but i kind of had to help myself first i kind of had to use the old the age-old analogy like if you're in the plane crash you know you've got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first even if there's a really cute kid sitting next to you you gotta (laughs) fill your cup before Mm -hmm. you can poor to others. So I had to learn that the hard way I had to hit rock bottom while I was at this momentous life high, learn how to take care of myself. And then once I started to feel whole again, in a truly genuine way, then the urge and the desire to be there for other people on their own journey and to hold space for others really started to dial up. But I I couldn't, I wasn't there in an authentic way while I felt so broken. And I think for me and my struggles, it will be a lifelong journey. But I feel like I'm at a place now where I just, I want, I don't want anyone else to feel the way I felt for as long as I felt. And I have that desire to help and be there for other people is just, is strong. Like. I don't really know Star Wars, but I feel like I want to say the force is strong here, but yeah.
0: Well, I definitely feel like it's your purpose because I have been listening to the app. I told you it's like part of my morning routine now. Cause I try to always pick something that's like going to help me grow and spend at least like 10, 20 minutes every morning listening to it. So I started listening to yours and you were talking about nutrition. It was like the first time that I was really, you know, it's like something just clicked. And I think it's because of the way you deliver it, because you can tell that you care and you could tell that it lights you up. Like you're not just saying the words, like, I felt like you were sitting there holding my hand. And it's so funny because this was like, I don't know, maybe a week and a half ago. And like, literally every time I go to like eat something that like, I know is bad for me, I like hear that, that audio. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I got to like, think about Chloe. And like, it like really gets me to like, stop and think. And I'm like, okay, wait, this is like, not what I want to do. And there's some, there's a healthier option. And I don't know why it's just completely like helped me shift. Cause I've always had trouble with the nutrition part of things my whole life. So, um, I've always been searching for something that works and gets through to me. And this is the first thing that I'm just like, oh oh, okay. It's not just like calories in calories out. There's more to the story here. So anyhow, I feel like you My gosh, are, I love that. yeah, you're totally <laughs> like in your purpose. You're, you could just tell the way you're talking in the app that like, this is what lights you up. And I can, you could feel it. You feel that energy. It's magnetic. It's
1: wild. Right. Because like from the outside looking in and, and you know and my friends like close friends and family and like i let you in on the app because like you were one of my big inspirations to finally do it because you built your own app it's interesting because people in my life are like why do you keep you know building more things and, and expanding like you've got so much already like you're, you're on a national show like this is this is usually like where people like where want to go with their careers and i and i recognize that i'm incredible. Incredibly, incredibly lucky. And like my job offers me all kinds of wild opportunities. And I really do enjoy it. It's not that I don't enjoy it, but I've always felt that there was like something missing. And I really feel like it goes back to purpose. I think I've, I think I was meant to go in TV. I think I'm meant to be in it now. But when I look to my like future and the things I want to manifest, it's, it's not it's just not the life I'm currently living. I think this is a beautiful chapter in my life, but the things I wanna do moving forward are those things that you know lit me up when I was a teenager and the things that continue to light me up now. And, and who knows, it might change, but it's kind of fun to be in a position where I have the drive, I have the energy, I have the support and the ability to do what I do for my day job, but allow myself to dream and take action outside of those traditional work hours.
0: Yeah. I feel like whenever you follow what's lighting you up, you always get put on the best possible path. And it's like, you can never know exactly what's going to happen or where it's going to go, but it's all happening for a reason. And, you know, it's like, there's nothing wrong with keeping your day job and having this passion project on the side too. And that's something that I am constantly trying to tell people because I feel like people come into it and they're like, well, I have to leave my day job. If I want to manifest, you know, something that I'm passionate about, I'm like, well, you can do both. Like, yeah, eventually you can leave your day job if you want to, but right now, why not just get started? Why not just like follow whatever that is inside of you. That's telling you that this is the right thing to do and just get started and see where it leads. And if it, if you end up leaving your day job, great. And if not, well, at least you have something really cool on the side. So I love that. And I don't want to like totally backtrack, but I have to know when you were on this reality show, because I don't know how it is in Canada, but the reality shows in the U.S. i S I'm sure, you know, are like very seem very stressful and dramatic. So like, I can't even imagine what kind of like mental stress that put on you was, was that how it was? Was there like a lot of drama?
1: I mean, I feel like in the States, things are definitely probably more intense. Um, Canadians, I think, are like a little softer. Nicer Um, nicer is what we're told a lot of the times, too. And so I feel like production reflects that. And the the target audience for our show was like late teens. So I feel like that also made the show a little bit more softer around the edges. But I will say it was really, really challenging. Being on a reality show is this weird, it feels like a social psychology experiment because you're put into a new environment an unknown environment like you could you don't control anything there are just new variables thrown at you every single day you are confined to you know a group of people you've never met who are all vying for one job but yet they become your friends and your family because you're going through this intensely wild stressful exciting scary experience together which brings naturally brings people together. Like whenever you have a wild experience, whether it's trauma or it's going on a roller coaster ride or experience some beautiful life event, you kind of form this lifelong bond. But then that you have to remember you're also competing against these people. So it's so straight. And then you're saying goodbye to people, but then you're happy because that means you're one step closer. And it really is a bit of like a mind block, a little bit because. Mm-hmm it's just, it's such an odd experience. I mean, there were tears, there were surprises, there was, there was so much stress associated to it, but I feel like the shows need that for them to be entertaining. And you're always at the whim of the producers. Like you just, you think you know what the flow is. And then all of a sudden they spring a surprise challenge on you, or you think you know where you're traveling to. And then oh, all of a sudden we have a detour, or you think you have a day off of from challenges. And then there's like a surprise challenge and you actually have to vote someone off the show. It was a lot, Stephanie. Like, I don't know that I would ever do it again. I have, um, I'm very lucky I experienced it once. Um, But I think, uh, I think I'm a one and done reality show kind of gal.
0: Yeah. I feel like if you could get through that, like not even winning, let's just put that aside. If you could just like survive the whole experience of a reality show, I feel like you could do anything. Like, If I were interviewing you for a job and you had that on the resume, I'd be like, oh, you're good. You can handle literally anything I throw at you. Like, it's insane. So that's really cool. I didn't know that you did that (laughs) until we just until today. So that's really cool. Um, So what's next? Like, I know you have the app out. Do you have a big goal that you want to manifest next? What's coming up in your life? Ooh,
1: um, I love a good goal setting session. Um, to be honest, this app launch and this app is, is the number one goal for me right now. Um, pushing myself outside my comfort zones, outside my comfort zone for this. And I feel like just manifesting forward, my partner and I actually got into the Airbnb business over the pandemic. We bought like a cute little 123-year-old home and completely oh, wow. re it top to bottom, DIY, like on a very small budget. And it is such a beautiful, rewarding experience when we see guests enjoy it. And it's lit this new fire in me that I didn't even know I had of curating spaces where people can escape and enjoy time with their loved ones. Um, so I would love to manifest a second Airbnb property where I can create spaces for people to to- ditch their regular day-to-day surroundings and kind of go from there. And then, I mean, with the app, I just, is it bad to say I wanted to do well? Like, I'd love to manifest success and impact. No, that's not
0: bad at all. I feel (laughs) so bad saying big
1: goals out loud sometimes. I'm like, I feel selfish because I'm like, I already have a great life, but I still want more.
0: No, I think, you know what? I, I love it when I see someone that's super successful sharing that because I noticed that, like, anytime that I have interviewed a celebrity, it like makes me realize like, wow, like even people that like on the outside, it seems like they have it all. They still go through the process of manifesting. They still have goals and it just, it's so relatable. And I I think it's such a good message that like, you can still keep climbing up and you can still, you know, bring whatever dreams are to fruition. And I feel like it always pivots too, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. And just allowing that. I thought you were going to say that you want to manifest like a second show around like a second reality show around like DIYing this house. and like, that would be good. Like oh my gosh. I would totally watch that.
1: I think that is a, let's level up my goal. Let's, let's get a second do property. It. Then yes. we'll blend the world of TV and two adult humans who have no idea how to rent a home. Um, Gosh, I okay.
0: would watch that. I love DIY shows like HGTV stuff. And like, if you were doing it, like it would be even better because you have the personality that like is just, you know, like, I don't know, it'd be so much fun. And you already have the reality TV experience. So there you go.
1: Oh my gosh, actually speaking of reality TV, I forgot, this is another one. This has been one that's been on my vision board for such a long time. I would love to pay it forward on a reality show competition. I would love to host and produce a reality TV show where I can then pass the torch of a life-changing experience to somebody else. Like I feel like that would be a really beautiful like full circle moment for me to be in the creative side of a reality show and then to be able to like pass it along and be like, yo, this changed my life. Get ready for your life to change
0: oh, that would be so cool. What would you do? Like the same type of reality show? Do you have like a idea of what kind?
1: Yeah. I've always thought it'd be nice. So my partner's an artist, so he does large scale murals, like on massive buildings. And so since being with him, I've, my eyes have been opened to this amazing world of street art and there's amazing ones in the States and in Canada and all around the world. And I feel like I would love to be able to shine a light on them so I would love like I'm some type of mural reality show where I bring street artists from all over the world together or maybe all, maybe like, maybe we'll start small we'll go all in Canada or all in North America and we'll like create challenges and then someone will win and they'll get a life-changing opportunity and just kind of shining a light on the amazing artists that that bring street art to life all around the world that
0: would be amazing, and you have to come to Tampa because we have street art like everywhere here, so that needs to be like on your okay. tour, okay? Okay,
1: all
0: right, cool, let's manifest it. It's happening, Tampa. <laughs> Tampa. <Okay>. Tampa. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'll manifest it as well, so you have that like extra magic behind you for that one. <laughs> um, so can you let everyone know? what the app is, where they can connect with you and get into this whole health coaching thing because it's phenomenal.
1: Oh, you're the best. Okay. So this is, you're actually the first person I'm speaking publicly about it. So this, is, like, this is a manifestation exclusive everybody. So yeah. So I feel like I just want to start off by like saying thank you to you on your podcast, because you really are the reason I finally took it off the manifestation board, took it off the vision board and actually started taking like concrete action. I had you on my podcast and I was so inspired, like reading your story and and I fell in love with your app. And I thought, oh my gosh, like maybe this is the, this, maybe this is the human that will let me in a little bit on her process and how you did it. And you were so kind and so open and you were the catalyst. So I just want to start off by saying a massive heartfelt thank you. Women supporting women is like my favorite, but it doesn't always happen. Um, So lots of love. True.
0: No, that means the world to me. That was actually a goal that I manifested this year. I wanted to collaborate with more women that were supportive because I don't always get that in like my real life. So I'm like, I want to seek this out and manifest it. And another goal I had too was collaborating with celebrities. So, I mean, you just knocked out two of my goals Ah, just with you alone.
1: Yeah, I love a good Tampa-Toronto <laughs> collaboration. Um, so yeah, so the app is called Healthy Is Hot because that's what all the, the health and wellness things are called in my life. And really over the pandemic, I was working one-on-one with health coaching clients and life coaching clients, and I absolutely loved it. But my filming schedule was much more moderate during the pandemic. So I had the time and the energy to do one-on-one calls. Now that the pandemic is done, thankfully, my mm-hmm. filming schedules back up full force, which is awesome but I unfortunately didn't have the time or the energy to work one-on-one. And I, I missed it. I missed it so much, Stephanie. I missed connecting with women. I missed seeing them show up for themselves. I missed holding them accountable. I missed challenging them when they showed up with excuses. Sometimes they're valid, sometimes they're not. And I was trying to figure out like what this next iteration of this coaching program could be. And that's when I was like, you know what? We hold our phones, we hold our devices all the time. We're constantly on our computers. And a lot of the things we do on these devices are not always health promoting. Sometimes the things we just got to do because life gets busy. And so I thought, you know what? What if I habit stack a coaching program into people's phones, a device they're already using all the time and give them access to a virtual health coach and a virtual life coach right in their pocket. And the people I would love to work with are women who have nine to fives and side hustles or women who have are also entrepreneurs. Busy women, ambitious women, creative women, women who know what to do to take care of themselves, but for whatever reason, keep putting everything and everyone ahead of them and their health goals go over the back burner, right? Like whether you have kids, or you have a partner. Or you want to be a good friend, or you're trying to be a good daughter. You're you're active in your community. Like you just you have a busy life, and I get it. So I want to be there for those women where they can pick up the app and they can go into any of the hubs, whether it's health coaching, life coaching, the Chill Zone. There's a toolkit. There's a 14 day cleanse, which is not a diet because I hate diets. They can pick it up and they can treat it like. did you ever read Chicken Soup for the Soul growing up? Or yes.
0: I'm reading a Jack Canfield book right now where he's talking about that. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I was obsessed and I loved reading them start to finish. And sometimes I love just picking them up and picking a random story. Mm -hmm. And that's how I want people to treat the app. Some people like you, very free flow. You pick up the app, you pick a lesson, whether it's gratitude or breath work or nutrition or sleep, and you're like, oh, that that feels like what I need right now. Other women I know are very, they love structure. And so you can go through it sequentially, hub by hub, lesson by lesson. So my hope for this is that women really get the support, the accountability and curated information that they can actually use in their life to see change and also have me in their corner supporting them along the way.
0: I love it. And I love the habit stacking uh, that stood out to me right away because I was interviewing someone for the app like a couple weeks ago and I was explaining habit stacking, but she's like, yeah, that's, that's called habit stacking. And I was like, what? There's like a name for this. I'd never heard it before. And then I saw you have that too. I'm like, yes, I love habit stacking because I'm so busy all the time and it's just like makes it work for me. So yeah, that's one of my favorite parts. I love a
1: good, I can love a good life hack. I love. Oh Yeah. Hack especially if you can habit stack, a habit you love to do already. Mm-hmm. And then you tack one on like, for example, flossing. I just like, I know it's good for me, but it's one of those that there's like no real reward associated to it. And I often just don't want to do it. So I have to habit stack. And like one of my favorite things before bed is putting on the diffuser and like smelling all the nice essential oils before sleep. So now I keep my little handy dandy floss next to my bed. And now I floss while like the diffuser is doing its thing. And it makes it so much easier for me to do. Cause like the diffuser is ingrained into my daily habit and now flossing is too. And my dentist is so proud of me.
0: <laughs> that's great. I love that because yeah, no one likes flossing. It's, <laughs> it's not fun. So that's a really good tip. Oh my gosh. Well, everyone has to check out the app. You guys are absolutely going to love it. Um, I am in there and it's great. And Chloe, thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can everyone find you on socials and your website and everything?
1: Oh, yes, everybody. Come hang out with me. So on social media, I'm the Chloe Wild, Wild with an E. Just think of Olivia Wild or Oscar Wild. And Healthy is Hot is um, this pretty self-explanatory. You can find this everywhere. And the app is available. So odd to say the app is available, Stephanie, but it is available. in oh, you app creator. App <laughs> and the Google Play Store. So come hang out. Come say hi. Love connecting with people and Stephanie, you're amazing. And I'm sure your community is just like you full of manifestation humans. And I'd love to connect further.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple podcast and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff.